Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. If you've ever seen a commercial for a show and sat there to yourself on the couch and been like, who watches that? Why would anybody take half an hour of their time or 22 minutes or a full hour and watch that? Depending on the show. Now, there was one that I saw the other day during the Super Bowl stuff. So that's probably a week or so ago. And it was called Bob Loves Ashpanola or something. <laughs> Abishola or something. Yeah, Bob yeah. Loves Abishola. Yeah. So I watched, I, I was like, okay, this seems really dumb. I'm like, there's no way that this 15-second promo clip is indicative of how funny the show is. And so I logged in, and I uh, was on my phone for about a minute and a half. And I'll, it's a minute and a half I'll never get back. Yeah. On my deathbed, I will be like, all I want is another minute and a half. If only I didn't waste it watching Bob and Abishnola. <laughs> that show's what? been on for a couple of years, I think. Too. Are like, you serious? It's not a new show. What yeah. is it? It's God. just some sitcom. On oh, it's a sitcom. CBS. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's it. There, I don't get it. It was extremely dumb from the <laughs> minute and a half that I spent watching it. But there's all these shows and, and that I think about, you know, that have come and gone. So you know, not usually do these shows stick around, but some do. Uh, and then there's this one that's been going around and. I see the commercial for it, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that anybody I know, there's no way that any of my friends, any of my colleagues, like nobody in my my inner circle of people that I, there's no way that anybody that I even follow on social media would ever watch the show Young Rock. This, this is, okay? So there's basically a show. I don't know what it's about other than the fact that it's The Rock. Yeah. As a kid, walking through the halls of his school, I yeah. immediately changed the channel. I was like, this has to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And as I was saying that this morning, Tim was like, oh, yeah, I watched it last night. No, but I didn't mean uh, to. You did I didn't so. know, honestly, because we were talking about it last week in passing because we have a commercial for it or something. And it's like, this is what, because there, there's been other ones of these, right? There was the Chris Rock one. Young Sheldon and Young everybody Sheldon. hates Chris. Like, why do they think Hollywood think that we care about what these guys were doing when yeah. they were kids? And at least the Young Sheldon one, I guess, is it's still it's part of the Big Bang Theory like world, right? It's Whereas, not, yeah. The, the actor himself, uh, Jim Patterson, is not. It's not based on his life. No, it's based no. on his character's life. So it's still like made up. But right. The Rock is, I'm yeah. assuming, loosely based on his. Upbringing. Not even loosely. Like it's like so. Okay, so I I, uh, I had to drive back to the airport last night, right around like six o'clock, quarter after six, something like that. Had to get home in time for the show. No, <laughs> no. But I got home about t- ten to seven, and I, I just kind of like had the TV on, and it happened to be on that station. I swear to God. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh. Who we have next? Young Rock. And I was like, oh, man. And then I saw that. I was like, I'm going to watch the first, like, five minutes and see how bad this is. And then I just started watching it and kept watching it. Mm. It's not that it's, like, a really good show, but it was kind of interesting the way that it kind of played out and stuff. How but new is it? Like, where are we at was, in The Rock's life? It was it was the first episode yesterday. Oh. I started uh, right at the so beginning. So now you're into it. Yeah. But it was, like, it was one of those days where, you know, you just don't grab the remote. Because then I ended up watching the show after, too, which was called Keenan. And it's with Keenan Thompson from SNL. Oh, it was a terrible, that. terrible show. It's a young show about uh, yeah about Keenan Thompson when he was a kid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that I'm going to keep watching these oh, shows, yeah, but are. I watched it, and uh, I don't know. It was it was exactly what you expected to be. I think sitcoms like the way that we've you know come to know them. I think they're kind of going by the wayside though. Like I don't think you're going to see the success of sitcoms you know the way that they used to be back in the '90s or 2000s. Um, how far in each episode do they go into Young Rock's life? Not that I truly care, but I there's, like I want to know. There's three phases. Every episode? Yes. So there's so a young and so there's like a young, like he's about six, six yeah. or seven. And then there's like a, when he's like a fifteen year old, but he uh, looks like a like a dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's when he hits uh hits the University of Miami as well. The actors they chose aren't, aren't too bad. I'm just looking at the comparisons. They're not too bad, but so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, yeah, it's I don't know. And it's on what, City? It's yeah, on and NBC. City NBC. and NBC. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, we love the show here. It's, it's part <laughs> yeah. of the same flagship. That's why I was watching oh, it. Yeah, of course. Guy. Big company <laughs> guy. Loves the show. Best show ever. You should watch every, what is it, Tuesday night? <laughs> I don't know. I watch it from PBR. 5 to 7. Yeah, watch <laughs> it from 5 to 7. You don't want to miss a second of the action. Young Rock takes on life next Tuesday on City News. <laughs> I think when you're in a place of work, uh, one of the things that could bother any employee is when a superior boss, something like that, can go on a bit of a power trip. Oh, and, yeah. And there are some some professions where maybe that's a little bit more common than others. Like radio? <laughs> you, could, you could maybe put radio in that category. <laughs> Not sure, but, like, obviously law enforcement, right? You, sometimes these cops 
power trips and get carried away a little bit. Oh, I see. Yeah, I thought you meant like uh, a boss getting carried away. Well, that too. Yeah, that yeah, too, yeah. Right. That right. Same thing. Um, anytime somebody, it's just you're in a place of authority and you feel like maybe uh, you know you've got a little bit more power than mm-hmm. you, you get off on that a little bit. Maybe it helps mm-hmm. uh, you know your ego a little bit. Yeah, like uh, mall cop. Mall cop's a good. Ex- that's a great example. Prime example. Yeah. Um, trying to think of like some others. Like anybody that does like parking, like any kind of like rinky dink oh. enforcement. Like parking, parking well, attendants for sure. Even the bouncer at a club, they have the yeah. power to let you in or out. For sure. <laughs> Bartender. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've been in places where the bartender's been like, no, you look like <laughs> oh, stupid no. and you can't come in. <laughs> you look like you've drank too much. <laughs> no, I haven't, man. Yeah. What an a-hole. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, health inspectors. Can you put them in that, yeah. uh, oh, big in time, that yeah. list? Yeah, because sure. they're, they're writing a fine. At the end of the day, whatever they do isn't going, uh, yes, financially, it's going to sting you a bit, but... Yeah, it might ruin your day, mm-hmm. but they're yeah. not locking you up for violating a health order. Right. But they have the power to, especially in this instance, to shut you down. So there's mm-hmm. a Super, Super yeah. Bowl Super Bowl Sunday. In L.A. County, there's a rule right now because of COVID that any uh, like bar, any pub or brewery or something like that, if they want to serve booze, they've got to have a food truck. So they got you got to be able to serve like some, Torque some Brewing food. here. Yeah, they yeah, got, they got uh, the little bones. That's right. And uh, there was a rule. Remember the summertime we were talking about? Uh, I think it was in New York. Cuomo had said that uh, basically, if you want the bars to be open, you've got to at least uh, spend a, spend a dollar on food or something like that. And there were all these restaurants yeah. that created their dollar menus, or you get like a handful of French fries for a dollar. They're doing that here too. Yeah, they're doing that here. Kings Head, the they have a five dollar menu. Is so, that right? Yeah. So like you get a, I got like a half order of wings the other day. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. So it's like you just have your snack and then you can have. Yeah. Beers. But you can have multiple drinks. You yeah. don't have to buy like a food for each drink that you well, have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this lady, she's a health inspector. She goes into this brewery on Super Bowl Sunday and she lets them know that you guys do not have a food truck on the premises. So you have to shut down. Now, this is all captured on their security footage. And I'm going to I'm going to uh, retweet it on from the city uh, Twitter account. But after she tells them, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know how professional this is, but the, the employee goes to the back to, I guess, maybe tell the boss something like that. They have to shut down. Health inspector standing there proceeds to bust out into a little victory dance that she just, you know, okay, yeah. Health inspector sh- patting herself on the back. Patting herself on the back like I just uh, shut down another one. You chalk it up to another victory Cha-ching. for the health inspectors. Well, I, well, I got to see what the, is the dance good. No, she's a mom. That was she recording it for TikTok. <laughs> she was not. Okay. Now, you know, sure, there was prop maybe there was music playing. Maybe she but regardless, you just told somebody that they had to shut down their place of work. Their, or I'm sure they were gonna spend a lot there was gonna be a lot of income coming in on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Now it turns out to make all this worse that this brewery wasn't even in violation of anything because they were selling their beers on tap to go. So there's you don't have to have any food. Service. This is a different world to, to me. I need to go to LA immediately. Just have beer to go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that is such. A, we're so archaic here with our liquor laws. Like you look at anywhere in the states, you go to Memphis, Nashville, New Orleans, Miami, LA, any place where there's tourism. Vegas, you can take your oh, beer and yeah, you can go yeah. walk down the street with I it. Know. I know that one hurts me. Like you're in Vegas and everybody's just walking <laughs> on the streets. Everyone's walking Can't outside. We do this at home. I know. Yeah. I mean, you can when you're at the lake. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, for the one month of the year that you get to enjoy the lake. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. It's a, a new, greener way that looks like Canada is heading towards. Starting in Ontario, have you guys ever heard of Loop? No. Nope. Okay, so it's an online company that launched in Ontario, and basically they're selling grocery and household items from Loblaws stores in containers that they will take back and refill. So this would consider things like toothpaste, ice cream, milk, oats, all these kind of things. So how it works, you go onto their website and you would buy like your ketchup and it would come in a glass bottle. And then all your products that you would normally get from a Loblaws store that you would put in a big green bag that they give you and someone comes and picks it up and they refill it for you the next time and then you square up and you pay again. But where do they get the Heinz ketchup from? They have a deal with Loblaws. So it's products that the store, like superstores and that would have bought to put in their store. But in bulk? Yes. So it's like a greener way of looking at things. Burger, uh, not, uh, was it Burger King? Yeah, Burger King just announced that they are going to be doing the same thing. They are joining this company, Loop, that is going to make the the package for your burger. It's like this reusable, like it looks just like, like a the container box. container kind of like a, yeah. yeah. But every day or every week, it would be just like your recycling bin and your garbage bin. You bring them out, but then you have your bag 
with your recyclable containers that you get refilled and the company loop will pick it up and they have deals with all these other companies. So they will refill your purchase for you and bring it to you. How much? Uh, they're not doing it for nothing. No, no. So for something like a ketchup bottle, they're saying like the deposit would be like 50 cents. Jeez. Over um, zero? And then, it but if now? you're getting a stainless steel ice, the container for ice cream, the Hagen dazs one, it's, it looks like it's stainless steel. They say that one's five bucks. Five but then, bucks? But then you're yeah. spending less on the product that you're getting because you're not having to, because a lot of the time you're paying for packaging. So this will eliminate that. So you're not, next time you, next time you use it, you're not paying $5 again because you've, Return the one you've already so, bought. You but buy are the it prices once. are the prices of like the ketchup going to go down in yes. all the stores? Just not you- not in the stores. Only if you're using this environmentally friendly way, because you're not paying for the packaging anymore. You're paying for just the product. But you have to pay itself. for the service of somebody coming to your house physically. Like until this right, catches like on, be, uh, there must yeah. be like a subscription based price that you're paying right there, for them to gotta pick it up yeah. they're not doing it for out of the goodness of their heart no driving around because especially in the as this thing gets going and in a place like toronto where you can imagine going from one end of the city to the other where the next loop user is like it's mm-hmm. it's probably not very cost efficient because they're going to be driving around letting out all their emissions meanwhile they're trying to save the environment with the packaging thing um, I, I just i can't see people caring enough about we've gone this far you're going to find there are going to be some people that already do do what they're supposed to and rinse out the bottom of their two-liter pop bottles and stuff. But I can't see average Joe just being like, oh, here, I better start spending $5 more on, an, on a container of ice cream for my kids. I'm not looking at the long-term right. two and three buckets of ice cream down the road. It'll be interesting. Like, I know that, you know, we've become a little bit more, you know, conscientious about stuff like like mm-hmm. well when we get you know yogurt or something like that like we never throw out our yogurt containers now like we've got a drawer full of yeah yogurt containers that we reuse for whatever Beth's making soup that she puts the soup in there mm. freezes it or whatever yeah. in cases right yeah. so i mean like that's called getting older turnbull yeah well everybody does that yeah, that too, right? <laughs> yeah. i even <laughs> save wrapping tissue paper if it's still in good condition at christmas say that right so as more and more people are doing stuff like that i mean they're kind of doing themselves like the ketchup thing i mean man it takes me what seven years to go through a thing of ketchup Whoa. Wow. <laughs> like we don't Wait till you have kids. Oh, yeah. My yeah, kid eats it straight. different too, but yeah. it, it's like stuff like that that you're not even really thinking about, you know, oh, this would be great if I could just reuse this. If you, but if you have enough stuff, it's worth it because it says that if uh, the, the fee for the picking up and dropping off, if you spend over $50 is waived. So if you have a big family and you're refilling your tubs of ice cream, even toothpaste, like some of this stuff, like the plastic containers, like toothpaste, that doesn't, we don't even know how long that will take brown, take to break down yet. Like that's so bad for the environment. It'll take hundreds of years. I just can't see like, like I'm trying to picture them restuffing with Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Like, are they mm-hmm. giving you a fresh container? Like, yes. I don't want some guy. They're cleaning the containers? Yeah. Because you're not getting the exact same one you did. Because oh. it says that if it's dented or it's damaged, they'll still take them back. They, everything gets cleaned and then they refill it. But hang on, so you're you're reusing. You're not reusing the same containers then. So then no. you're getting different containers. So but you're how it's, are you? you're still reusing. It doesn't matter if it's like if you and I both buy into the program and we each get a container. At the end, we each get no, no new containers are getting made. You and I are still getting the same one. Whereas if you're buying one every time you go to the store when you're buying a toothpaste, you're getting a brand right, new right, toothpaste right, and it's going in the garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's supposed to just help the environment. I was just That's hoping for thing. secondhand toothpaste. <laughs> secondhand toothpaste. <laughs> brush their teeth. <laughs> put it in a spittoon and send it back. <laughs> Be on your brush soon. <laughs> I don't know if you lock your doors when your vehicle's in your driveway or in your garage every day, but, you know, I've kind of gotten away from it over the last while anyway, where I just don't even bother locking because if somebody is going to break into my place, my garage, they want to get into my vehicle, I'd much rather not have to deal with a smashed window because I do think that inside the mind of somebody who's, you know, stooping this low to go break in car to car to car to just go like grab a case of CDs, you know, like the old uh, visor pack of CDs or an old uh, Rand McNally roadmap. Like I lost one of those babies. It had everything from my job, my junior high years, this big album of CDs gone. Why? But like any of this stuff in vehicles, you know, that I have, it, it's not valuable to me. Yeah. What, you know what is valuable to me? The 400 bucks that it's going to cost me to get a new window when Buddy smashes yeah. it out. Yeah, well, it's not even, because, like, I mean, the, it actually is covered under your insurance now. Yeah, but it's happened to me, it happened to me twice when I lived in an apartment. My window gets smashed, and it's the hassle, because, first of all, we wake up early, so I couldn't go get it done right away, yeah. right? So then you have to drive around with no window in your vehicle. Like a loser. Like, glass yeah, exactly. everywhere. There's glass all yeah. over the place. you got to vacuum out. And you got to drive around with the plastic on your window for another week. 
week until I get yeah. the window in. Still right? picking like glass out weeks later, mm-hmm. like from under the seat and stuff. It's just, you're right. Okay. So even if it's not a, a financial thing, yeah. it's my time is worth more. Mm-hmm. Very valuable. $400 an hour of driving around <laughs> to and from Speedy Auto Glass. Um, so I was just thinking about this as uh, I was watching surveillance video of this guy just outside Detroit who's going and just like Jimmy and, you know, car handle doors mm-hmm. in this complex. He's checking them and like, door opens and then buddy goes inside the vehicle and then he gets out a couple minutes later like you can't not even a couple minutes it's like it's it seems like a pretty quick thing um they've noticed this happening a few times and then the video gets out and they realize like oh what's going on is that this guy is um letting himself himself into the vehicle and using it as uh, a place to relieve himself (gasps) oh man but the number two Oh, man. Smash so, my windows, man. Uh, no poop in my car. He's taking deuces, uh, like, on people's uh, seats so in the cup holders. Just, just to be an asshole. like I guess. Because yeah. there's no it's other reason. Like, I mean, you could well, do that Well, it's not to be the coolest guy in the well, complex. No, but what I mean is, like, you can do that anyway. It's not like you needed to get into a vehicle to do that. You're well, maybe a little more privacy. I mean, if you're going to do it. So did they, did they catch him like he lives in the building as well? Uh, he's around there. I didn't get his address. They didn't have that included. But he's uh, he's a local. He is a local uh, dude who has been around pooping. Like how many times? Oh, lots. Too many to count. <laughs> it's just that's what he does. He just goes around pooping in cars. So now they've got him and they're like, hey, bud, like, what do you? He's like, look, man, you got to go. You got to go. No, he's doing it to be a jerk. <laughs> you know, and I'm just saying, I'm like, look, I, I can deal with, you know, you stealing the change that I had dedicated for <laughs> for coffee. Mm-hmm. Like if you needed that change, you needed that change. right? Yeah, but like. <sighs> If, if I go into my vehicle and there's a giant God. nug, could you oh like if God. there's a turd on my seat that's not mine, that's oh. not mine. <laughs> could you imagine? No, if, the, if it's not my turd, I am going and grabbing a jerry can of gas that's <laughs> de- designated for right. the lawnmower, and I'm dumping it all over the vehicle, and yeah. I'm lighting it on fire, and I'm calling MPI and telling them that there was a shit on my seat that was yeah. not mine. The poop bandit. Write the damn thing off. Yeah. That's, that's gross. Yeah. yeah, that's gross. Oh, man, imagine your reaction when you open your door and I see don't even, that. Like, and then you got to breathe that in for Ugh. how long after, too? Ugh. Imagine you're in a rush to go to work. Like, you just got to, like, pick it up and oh, swat man. it off the seat. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat, just, like, batting a mouse around. <laughs> Who's the biggest sports hero in Winnipeg history? I think we all have a, a pretty good guess. I think there's uh, quite a few options. Okay. You got Timu Solani would be up there. Yeah, but he was only here for like three years. Yeah, but man, the impact that, I he, know. that he had on the Winnipeg sports saying, scene, I think, is pretty big. I agree. Could you have Could you have Mark Chipman on that list? Chippy? I mean, well, he's look. He's a in the, he's going in the sports hall of fame as a builder. So, well, I'm saying he's not a sports <laughs> figure. Wow, but I mean, the impact that he had again on the Winnipeg sports scene, or bringing the Jets back. Yeah, I mean, anybody could have brought them back. Like but really, nobody did. Well, the, the, well, just because he has money, I don't think he's yeah, exactly, in the hall. exactly. Like, like I'm at least Paul like, Maurice didn't play, but he's involved a little bit more involved in the game. Whereas you know, Chipman just brought them back because he was rich. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. holy! Um, well, it's, it's true though. I wouldn't put him as like a great sports figurehead icon no. in the city, but uh, Milt doesn't that hasn't come up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Any of those guys has got streets named after him. Yeah, <laughs> right? who else? Or Cindy Clausen's got a got Clausen. a, a right. reflex. What about Susan Ock? Right. Susan Ock, the Oval. Yeah, silver medalist at the old uh, what ninety two Albertville Games. Is that <laughs> Clara Hughes? She's yeah. Olympic Olympian in in summer and winter. Kirby Cote, who I went to high school with. Who's that? She was a swimmer. Oh, okay. At, <laughs> uh, she won like a bunch of golds. I remember she came back to high school oh. from uh, from Sydney. She was down there. Okay. Uh, Paralympic Games won like uh, four golds, man. Fastest. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. So you got to put Mark Chipman on the list, but you put this name Swimmer on the list. Well, <laughs> 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 At least she was in the pool. Some girl yeah. he went to high school with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's one that we haven't uh, mentioned yet. And I, I, I think Dale Howard Chuck yep, uh, had a lot of impact on the city and, and still continues mm-hmm. to. I mean, you just saw the outpouring of support when he passed away. Uh, which feels like it, it wasn't that long ago, but also feels like it could be a while ago. I, I can't really remember. It was last spring, summer, was it? It was during this whole COVID thing. It might have been. Yeah. It might have been summer. Summer. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I remember. It feels like a really long time, uh, but it's probably not as long as, as we think. And, and Dale Howardchuck, uh, big impact if you were a, a hockey fan in, uh, you know, late 70s, obviously, but early 80s uh, through Winnipeg, mid 80s, and then. Uh, 
you know, I, I just think Dale Howard, Chuck, has is, is got to be in the conversation for the greatest sport-related Winnipegger of all time. Now, has he been immortalized in the city? Well, when he passed away, they had that uh, the banner at True North Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that's there anymore. No. Could no. be wrong. So I'm, I'm just a little chapped here because uh, the city of Barrie, Ontario, where Dale Howardchuck also had some roots. Uh, he's the coach of the Barry Colts, was the coach, general manager, whatever. He had you know, a lot of success with that team, guys like Mark Shifley, whatever. Um, so my buddy who works at a radio station in Barrie posted this up this morning, and I was like, golly shucks, what a missed opportunity. Um, they got a new snowplow in Barrie. And it's called Dale Plower Chuck. No. <laughs> Dale Plower Chuck. Uh, so now you can track you can track the city's plows on their app. Like they only have a few. Um, they've they've got Winnie the Plow, Austin Plowers, Plowy McPlow Face, and Dale Plower Chuck. Dale Plower Chuck, nice. genius. Isn't that legendary? Genius. And like we can't string that together here. I mean, we it seems like we have tons of plows and there's lots of opportunity <laughs> to do it. Yeah. I mean, nobody said we had to be a creative bunch in Winnipeg. Like we could just steal the name. Every plow I see now is going to be Dale Plower Chuck. <laughs> is that a thing for for cities to name their plows? Uh, it was. Remember we talked about it at the beginning of this thing in Scotland. We did. Yeah. Remember in Scotland they were naming them all and we they had funny names. It up. Yeah. Do we do it? Do we do anything no. like that here? No, no, no. it's so. like no. plow driver number one. No, it's two. get out of the way one, get out yeah. of the way two. <laughs> yeah. Come on, are you serious? Still plowing three. Uh, members of the Winnipeg Police Service have been trying to raise money to make a memorial for police service dogs that have that have passed on. Um, and they've been trying to raise this money for a long time. The proposed memorial garden is expected to cost around $300,000. What? And they've been doing this on their own. The uh, They've been trying to do, they've been selling calendars with the dogs. Have you seen those police calendars? Sometimes local businesses will have them right on the shelf. You can buy them. So is this for um, dogs that get like killed in the line of duty? Or are they? It's just, uh, memori- it's just a memorial for so all. Like, so it's a day, like, you know, any kind of officer passes away, they have a special, you know, officer's goodbye or send away where they all, so it'd, be like, it'd be like a memorial. Like, like, no, and they just, just like if you're an old, stuff. like if you're a, like a cop that's been retired for 40 years, they, they still, still do that? Yeah, they'll still do oh, like okay, the proper ceremony. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this memorial garden, $300,000. So far, they've only been able to raise $75,000. Um, now they're trying to get a grant from the city because they think that the, uh, they're saying that the city should, would be nice if they would help contribute some money. So there's this $25,000 uh, that they are, it's from the uh, res- reserve fund that they usually use for parks and stuff within the city. So the city is saying, the Public Works Committee says, no, we're not donating it. But there's a few city councillors now that are trying to get that money to go towards this dog memorial. So the, there's the argument on either side, is that money, because it would have been for parks and things within the city, or is it going to waste for a dog memorial? I have a hard time taking anybody from city council seriously with anything to do with parks after there was that lady. Uh, what's her name again? Um, I can't remember. I now. know because she makes me so mad that I can't even say her name. When she yeah. she basically lobbied for a dog park for three years yeah. and then got the dog park and then put up signs saying, mm-hmm. stop your dogs from barking here. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't take you seriously. Like yeah. what what is it? Do you want the dog park or do you want them not barking like they're dogs? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, her name isn't mentioned in the article at all, but um <laughs> I'm not sure if it's got anything to do with it. But uh I don't know that the dogs Winnipeg has been now known kind of as a dog training facility, like a hub because we raised the police dogs here and then send them throughout the country. Like other uh police places can buy these from mm-hmm. the dogs. Why don't now. they kick in? Why don't they chip in? Like if the dogs well, uh-huh. those, well, that, this well just they don't all bring them back. They don't no, like, repatriate the dogs back to their... They don't come bring their dead dogs okay. back here. No, these are the, for the ones... Because these dogs, like Judge, the most famous one in Winnipeg um, that passed away recently, he had over 600 arrests. This dog had caught, like, that found, saved people, like... Police work yeah. that people who work in that in the field, their whole careers don't do, he was able to do. They send him in first if there's someone with a gun. Like, so they they want to treat them like officers... Like they like they would any officer. Do they deserve a proper burial? So they want to make a nice big memorial for them. And now hundreds of these dogs, they actually froze a bunch of his semen and they breed oh, it because he was there, such a good dog. Listen, I get, uh, I get it. Like dogs, especially service dogs, awesome. But like a three hundred thousand dollar memorial for for these dogs, like isn't there another way we could go about this? Like, like how much is a cheaper? plaque? That's well, what I, I mean. Like, what do you need? Like, what is this memorial going to be? That's three hundred thousand dollars worth. Well, they have to buy the land and everything, and they they have a they have a spot by the Winnipeg Police Service Canine Kennels on Duran Road. 
Um, and then so what, they don't have space at the kennel for it. Like what, what kennel? At the police dog kennel that you're talking about. Right. But, like, well, why not just make a plaque or make yeah. a memorial thing there? I think I think that's just like a training facility where the dog, I don't think that has. Well, where better to I'm put not, the plaque? Yeah, like, I'm not going to go visit this dog memorial. No. You know what I mean? Like, but they want to put it at a place where there's like a park and stuff. So, you know, like, we see memorials in parks for things all over the, all over the and place, And I don't right? stop and look at them because I don't know the person. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't like, think I we should honor? A sculpture garden and be like, oh, wow, that guy built a house back in 1902. Whoa. Right, right. All those names like, on the, bench, the park benches yeah. and stuff like that. Like, it's great for the families. Yeah, exactly. Because right? you got uh, something that memorializes your loved one. I'll I get sit that. on it. Sure, but th- as far as the dog memorial, like it's, I get it. It's the, these dogs; they do a lot of great work. And, Sparky and, was on the service from sure, 09 to eleven. It's like, oh, okay. You don't need, like a full museum for them. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I don't know, three hundred thousand dollars—that's a lot of money to. to be, why not? Yeah, exactly. Build some ho- homeless bus shacks for you know people that don't have a place to go when it's minus forty. Spend the three hundred thousand dollars on that. Well, that comes out of different pots. Like, this money is allocated for outdoor park-type things. That's a that, park? I know, but <laughs> it's... a shelter for somebody who's freezing their ass off and could die. Yeah, well, these dogs get, like, they work... They, I feel like they should be treated like police... Like officers. They are officers. That's what they consider them, and, like... Right, but we don't have all the work. Like, we don't three thousand dollars for dogs that saved, made over five hundred arrests, and we have lots of these dogs. Five hundred arrests in history? No, in his own life, he had made over five hundred arrests. One dog. That's a lot, and it's That's great. Crazy. And I think we should we should commemorate that by putting up a plaque somewhere. But I don't know if we need a three hundred thousand dollar memorial for every dog that dies that's been a service dog. I don't know. I don't well, know the co- the cops opinion. were able to raise seventy five on their own, and they're just asking great. for this twenty five thousand dollar grant that the that. The city has the ability to give, but they're saying that the, the request doesn't meet the qualifications because it's not for a specific outdoor public park place. Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 mean, on, I mean, at this point, the city wastes so much money on other crap <laughs> well, exactly, anyway. Like, like, who like, cares? Danko Jones is kind of like a, an honorary Winnipegger, I guess. Is he? Well, he comes here enough. He might <laughs> as well have a, an address. <laughs> um, Danko Jones, over the course of his career, uh, you know, he's, he's toured Canada pretty extensively. But um, over the last uh, well, little while, anyway, he's really been focusing on the European market. And he's always opening up for, you know, bands like the Scorpions. And he's on these big metal uh, tour dates, right? Like they'll do festivals through Germany and, and wherever, Finland, Sweden. He's just he's all over the place over there. Maybe hasn't spent as much time in his backyard. He's already kind of got the Canadian market of sure. Danko Jonesing uh, cornered. Yeah, he's actually something else. Yeah, he's one of the few guys that I'm I'm intimidated by who is uh, quite small. He's like five five, and every time I have an interaction with him, I'm like, uh. what? Is it just his demeanor or something? Yeah, he's just I don't know. And he's he like a smart guy, and he's quiet, and he's quiet, nice. He's really quiet. He's super nice. Yeah, I, was- I know. It's just you expected him to be like, because you hear the story about how he blew his rent out and stuff because he was headbanging so hard <laughs> that you'd think that he would be a little more, woo, but he's not. He's no. really, really calm and oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. He's cerebral. Yeah, he's chatting to cerebral people. I know. Like, dude. Oh. <laughs> like, I want to, yeah, I want you like yelling at people all the <laughs> yeah. time. Come on. <laughs> Um, so uh, Danko Jones, some guy came at him, I guess, on Twitter the other day. Uh, I just thought this was so funny. Some guy tweeted. Now, the guy's tweet has since been deleted. But uh, he said something. Somehow Danko got lumped into this thread of Canadian artists or something like that. And some guy's like, Danko Jones, where's that guy been for the last 20 years? And then Danko just big leagues the guy and basically pulls the do you know who I am card oh, out. nice. Flashes mm-hmm. and said, the reason you forgot I existed because for the last 20 years our band has played abroad over 40 countries <laughs> and six continents, touring nine albums with over 30 music videos. Getting forgotten at home is a small price to pay and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Whoa. Danko. But do you kiss on the first day? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. Here's a serious question for you. Uh-oh. Should I have a will by now? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> you you own a house. Yeah. You own a house. You have a kid on the way. You have a fiance slash common law partner. Of course you should. I should. Yeah. yeah. Not like it's it's not about the money. It's about just your a your final wishes, right? Think about it like that. Like you, yeah. do you want to do you want to be uh, thrown up in a three hundred thousand dollar memorial, <laughs> right. or do you want to like you know do you want to do you want to be cremated? Do you want your organs donated? Well, how, how I know old, there's an organ donor. Card. How old were you when you did your will? Well, you know, I kind of dragged my heels on okay. it, which is why I would pass along the advice to do it <laughs> sooner. Do it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I they don't have one. No. But I don't like. What do I have? Like, well, that's that's. I mean, what now I, was I thinking. have a boyfriend, Brett. But before it was just me. For the longest time, so I don't know. I mean, you still gonna... have wishes, don't you? Like, don't don't well, you I wrote, want? Like, I wrote your stuff down in a little notebook, and I was like, 
if I die, my best friend Mandy gets all my clothes, first choice. Right. Then Jen, you get second pick out of all the vehicles. Yeah, and it was just like I don't know how much Rita's that would hold was up. written in a Polly Pocket notebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Legally binding, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Larry King, he died, what, a, like a few weeks ago now? Yeah. I, ago. Yeah. Um, three months before he died, and uh, this is only that was only two months after he filed for divorce from his, like, 88th wife, uh, he scribbled this, this new will on a piece of paper, and it looks like there's a picture of it online. It looks like it's basically just a napkin. And uh, he basically is leaving everything to his kids because he's just, you know, this, this one marriage – that he had this last one actually lasted like a really long time. Yeah. Does he have tons of kids? Yeah, he has, yeah, he has like six. Oh, that's, yeah. I think I thought maybe it was more. maybe more. Yeah, because I thought he was married like six or he more times. He only lists six, or maybe like six, <laughs> and he's got more. Um, but uh, he, so basically, he was just saying like, you know, I, w- I don't want this ex-wife. They, their, their divorce hadn't even gone through yet, um, but he was saying like, I don't want my yeah. ex-wife having anything. So he's leaving it all, everything to his kids. Now she's obviously trying to contest it. And say that, oh, we were working towards, you know, resolvement and all this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I should be entitled to some of it. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. But. but I mean, she was, you know, a lot younger than him. She and, ain't messing with no broke Larrys. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah I just, it, his handwritten note might not hold up, though, because if he was depending on his mental state when he wrote it, she can argue that he didn't know what he was doing. Or under duress. They took yeah. the handwritten yeah. state, though, and I guess his lawyer did type it up after. So that might have a difference. Oh, okay. That might that might make a difference too. And then I saw this other uh, this other uh, story about a, about a will. A guy he had no family, was never married, but he had a dog, and he had a big a lot of money in his bank. He left five million dollars to the dog to his dog Lulu. Okay, <gasps> so cool. Now Lulu is a border collie. <laughs> how 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 like old do they live till? Border collies, 12, Average. 15, maybe? Yeah, 12, 12 15, maybe. Okay, well, yeah. this one's eight years old. Okay. Getting up there. Yeah. So now Lulu obviously can't live on I its own. I hope Lulu has her will in place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, this is the question, because Lulu can't live on its own, so yeah. he, had to, he had to put somebody in charge of Lulu, so he, he put in charge of Lulu his 88-year-old friend Martha. Oh, yeah. Okay? She's so done. <laughs> Lulu's outliving her, too. Well, who's Martha leaving Lulu, that's too? That's the yeah. question. Now. She lose $5 million allotted to this dog, which so how are you going to spend $5 million on a dog? And Martha, 88-year-old Martha's in charge of that inheritance now for Lulu the dog. I Martha could spend it. I would try and spend all of it. Why wouldn't you? If you're 88 and your job is to have this dog, you know, I would take the dog everywhere. Just travel <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Bring, oh, I just yeah. say, oh, yeah. Lulu yeah, and I COVID? went to Paris. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Got Lulu some new Chanel, you know. Exactly. I'm 88-year-old Martha. <laughs> this is my dog. Yeah. I'm just traveling around Europe backpacking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds well. like the dream, really. <laughs> Someone gave you money and a dog and said, have fun. Yeah, until you <laughs> die on the other side of the earth with COVID because you're 90 years old traveling with this dog. Now what is that? what happens to Lulu? Lulu ends up in the pound and this ends up like, you yeah, know. Where's the money to go? Dude, I have no clue. The person, whoever finds Lulu, I guess, <laughs> when it's All running away. All the money's away. in a locket on Lulu's yeah, collar. Yeah, the Polly Pocket locket. <laughs> Got a bone to pick? Hello, you're on the air. The Bone Phone on 921 City. For Midtown Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbors to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com. Hey, guys. I uh, wonder if I could get a... A uh, request out to my wife. Uh, if you could play uh, Medium Pace by Adam Sandler, uh, I'd love that. It's just a uh, song means a lot to me and my wife. Uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, especially the part about the shampoo bottle. Everybody's quite fond of that. Surprised. I don't, I don't know that, that oh. specific song. Well, you should probably just look it up. Okay. Yeah. 15th, no, 25th anniversary, by the way, of Happy Gilmore yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. Man, Shooter McGavin looks rough. He looks terrible. <laughs> I know he's had some issues. Like, he's, he's had a couple of arrests and stuff. But when I saw yeah. that, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because, like, Shooter was, like, perfectly groomed. He was, oh, like, yeah. you know, he was the stud on the PGA Tour. Khaki pants. Yeah, not so much you know, anymore. The sweater over the shoulders, drinking fine Chardonnay. And now he's, like, man, just drinking hooch <laughs> under a bus bench. Yeah. Like, what happened? It doesn't look good. No, it's too bad. Oh, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> You know, 300000 for a park sounds like a lot or a memorial, but it's probably just, like, I bet, like, a statue of a dog is $300,000. But here's an idea. If you want people to buy into this, you're going to be, uh, basically, you're going after dog owners because those are the people that would support it. Why don't you have a memorial dog park? Who's not going to pitch in for a new dog park? That's interesting. Yeah, they could put the memorial up at a dog park. That that would yeah, make sense. That would probably they, make the most sense. Yeah, because a memorial really, like, it's, 
yeah, a little bit of an art thing too. And you go look at it, and you know what I mean. Like, it's, they're doing it right next to part of the one of the police stations is where they want it. So I mean, I can't see a lot of people like hanging around well, no, police that's stations. What I mean. Yeah, no yeah. one's gonna go there specifically to look at a dog memorial. Yeah. It's in a dog park. Yeah, I do think they need something to honor them, and like that's a good thing. But I just as far as the place, yeah, not not, not a great choice. A Turnbull and BJ Turn bitch sending in oh. a dog to go and rescue somebody that has a gun. Because humans are too chicken to go inside. Put up the memorial. Shut your mouth. If not, then put on a vest and run inside and grab a gun from the guy. Shut your mouth already. Okay, Terry. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Okay, Terry. Yeah. Hey, morning, guys. Uh, hey, Turnbull. Yeah, uh, Turnbull. Um, I'm phone in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not playing music. It's watching Survivor, one or the other, and... Uh, uh, I can personally guarantee it's all good if it falls in the water, buddy. It's all good, man. Give her. Okay. Have yourselves a wonderful uh, weekend coming up. And uh, yeah. No, no, but Turbo rested on a towel so he doesn't have to worry about dropping it it's in. It's not going to fall. You guys are silly. It's all not going right. to fall. He knows. That guy knows. It's not falling. <laughs> I, I just it doesn't seem like you should have enough time to watch something in the shower. Like ah, sure. you're just you just standing. I mean, if I there? can have two beers, surely you can crank out an <laughs> yeah. episode of uh, but, exactly. Family Guy. But he said he doesn't sit in the shower, so that's no, why I, I find sit. weird. So like it's like, it's like you standing watching TV. I would never do that. That's yeah. strange. I got a lot of hair. <laughs> Takes a while. Yeah, <laughs> not just on, on the top of your head either. Oh, oh no. man, <laughs> he actually spends. Bush. Yeah, he, sp- <laughs> he spends five minutes shampooing and then the, the next minutes. forty minutes pulling it out of the drain so that the water drains out. <laughs> uh, cabbage rolls, love them. Yeah, uh, I have a bone to pick with people that like don't um, leave people's food alone. Like I really wish. People would just leave people's food alone and not cause damage to it where it's like an edible, even for dogs. Like, you know, you can't even slip off to the store with it, you know, some asshole breaking into your place and ruining, ruining the meal that you made for the whole bloody afternoon and part of the evening. And you had cooking for like four hours and, and yeah. you know, 100 cabbage rolls. 100 ruined. cabbage rolls. You know, Somebody I, broke I really in. have a serious police. Military problem with it. <laughs> I know. Call, call the military. Call hey, it. cabbage rolls are that good. <laughs> Someone screw with my cabbage rolls. I I'd call the military. Yeah. Not to mention the time that it takes to make them. Oh, dude, I know. Like oh, just those, those fingers. You know, they're probably all you know, sore from rolling up the. Oh man, the cabbage and. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, eh? Yeah, it was I wasn't really sure what was happening there. <laughs> uh, okay, so this guy uh, noticed something while he was uh, on the river trail the other day up in conversation today while going down the river trail. I happened to look up and we see a ceiling fan outside on a patio. Well, somebody's deck. Whatever. It's on an apartment building. We live across from the uh, legislative building, I believe. So what the hell's with the ceiling fan on the deck? You're outside. It's not screened in. There's no windows. There's no frames. There's no nothing. There's just a ceiling fan <laughs> pitched up on the roof of your deck. You see that in a lot of like rich, fancy houses like in California where they'll have the deck open really? outside with the fan just to like circulate. And I think yeah. some of them have where there's the, the almost like the barbecue. It's like a huge area. So maybe just to get the if smoke, the smoke if doesn't go wafted into the house. This is in an apartment and it makes sense. Like if you're sitting out there, say you're in Evergreen Towers, think of the residual heat coming off the building after the sun's been pumping. If you're like southern exposure, mm-hmm. sun's hammering you all day sitting out there. That fan probably makes a difference. I guess so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or what about people smoking on their balconies? Maybe that's not allowed. Maybe it's to oh, circulate wow. yeah. so they don't get busted yeah, yeah. by their old neighbor. <laughs> uh, close it out here. There's a, there's an idea. Uh, Rena talked about it earlier on. With um, it's called Loop. Uh, basically, it's the concept of taking recycling to the next uh, level. It's like pick a pop. You pay a deposit, and they'll yeah. come and uh, refill your stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But it's anything. It's anything. Yeah, this one's about that loop or whatever you guys were talking about. So I guess it kind of works just like a bottle deposit for beer or like the old pick-a-pop. Just reuse the containers, but they get passed around the community, right? And yeah, okay, before sharing was caring. It might still be a little bit, you know, sharing is caring. But in a global viral pandemic, sharing may or may not be killing. Thanks for calling. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92-1-CITY. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of this at all, but uh, SpaceX 
No, Elon Musk's space venture. Heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty big deal. You know, we were talking about what last week where they tried to send the rocket up and then it was trying to land back in the same position <laughs> that, that it took off from and it, it crashed. Nobody on it. But when you think you're like, wow, that's hundreds of millions of dollars that are just going up in flames. <laughs> no kidding. That he just doesn't care about. Um, so they're launching another batch of Starlink satellites. Uh, apparently they've missed their rocket landing again. Like they're, they're just shooting blanks here. Okay, like they're, they're just, they're trying. Mm-hmm. But they just sent up uh, this Falcon 9 carrying 60 Starlink satellites. Now, if you don't know what Starlink is, don't feel bad. I didn't really either. I think of like Star Choice. Yeah, remember right. the, yeah, the old that's uh, satellite dish? <laughs> that's, that's what I thought yeah. too. Yeah, that was some sort of internet thing. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. It is. Okay. But like back in the day, there was like the dish, the mini dish that was like Star Choice. My house right that I have right now still has a Star Choice satellite mounted yeah. on the back because I'm not going to go on the roof and get it off. Mm. It just sits there. Yeah. And we I'm have like, one too, man, actually. Yeah. It looks, it looks so cool. funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's retro. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah throwback. Retro, yeah. 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 In 20 years, trying to explain to your kids what that is. <laughs> yeah. That's how we used to watch TV as they're just like yeah. TVs implanted in their brains and they're just <laughs> twisting their temples a little bit to change the channel. Um, I, it's important uh, that Starlink gets these satellites up because what it, basically it's going to do do um it's it's going to give internet access to places that wouldn't typically be able to to have access to internet and and this is great for remote communities and not even so much remote but like at the lake so uh sandy hook where my cottage is we couldn't get internet and my wife couldn't work up there during the pandemic because there's a couple really beautiful super old tall trees Mm -hmm. and they're blocking me from hitting this one random star off in the abyss. And the dude that came from some random company that I've never heard of uh, goes, he gets up on the roof and he's like, yeah, bud, going to have to cut those trees down. Like, you realize that's going to be like $1,500 each. I'm not spending $3,000 to get internet access, not to mention right over the front door of my cottage was going to be this giant, like, alien tower. (laughs) He's like, yeah, he's like, we'll probably have to get a 60-footer up there. I'm like, a 60-foot tower on top of this? I don't need internet that bad. Plus, wasn't there, like, no guarantee that you were going to get it anyway? no guarantee. So it's like you Mm -hmm. cut down the trees, and then what happens if you can't even get it anyways, right? Yeah. 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 So this is going to be a little different because it is – it's like satellites, and it's not just your regular run-of-the-mill satellites. Now, I'm not going to get into the details of it because it's just very confusing to me. Um, but essentially, you should be able to pick up these signals because they're just cruising around. Right. You know, it's not like it's fixed in one spot. Like, if you remember the old, old satellite dishes, I'm going even back before the direct TV star choice. The ones that used to move to Galaxy 5, they're the they're size of a huge, hot tub. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a yeah. hot tub in your yard that would go zzz, yeah. and they had to like hone <laughs> into some satellite, that, whatever. Yeah. With this uh, Space Link or whatever, the Starlink, sorry, from SpaceX, they're going to be able to just have signals where, you know, all over the place. So you're going to be able to, to hit the signal a little better. Right, right. So no matter where you are, you should be able to, to get internet. Um, I saw people in, uh, in the Sandy Hookers Facebook group uh, talking about this the other day. So I Googled it, and I was like, well, this would be great because if my wife is still going to be stuck working at home, as soon as the weather gets nicer, ship her up there, then I can have bachelor parties all the time. <laughs> so I'm looking on Starlink.com, and it's not coming here till uh, late 2021 now, it says. Okay. Which, I mean, really, that's only five, six months away, depending on what your idea of later in the year is. Won't be for this summer, but could be for next summer, right? Yeah, and I think there are people that got a little sampler. They got a, you know, like the annual people that that are able to live at the cottage all year round. Um, I think they were able to, like, be like, you know, test, like, the dummies, whatever. See if it works. Yeah. You know, give us some feedback. You know how much it is, though? The hardware is $649. And the service, okay, and there's shipping and handling on top of that. And the service is $129 a month. Wow. Oof. That's and just, that's for, just internet. That's just your net. Yeah. For the Starlink. I mean, I guess if you don't have it, like, how bad do you need to throw on the old red tube at the cabin, like, at 3 a.m.? <laughs> Man. Seriously. Six forty nine, like, just for the stuff. You probably don't even own it. I mean, I guess there's a reason why Elon Musk is a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. I used to think when I was a kid that the bigger the satellite dish meant the more channels you got. That makes also, sense. Those, those huge that ones that sense. you had to, yeah. to turn. Whenever you see one of those, I was like, man, they must have all the channels. I just remember Nickelodeon being on like Galaxy 5 because my uncle and Asher had one. And it was yeah. like, that was the only way to watch TV out there. Oh, yeah. Take like four weekends in a row just to like get <laughs> to it over it. to Galaxy 5. <laughs>
Time to answer those deep, burning questions. The Open Text with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull on 92.1 City. Sale on now, all month long, at the Prairie Summit Shop. Save up to 40% on select winter items. Drop by or check out the new website at prairiesummitshop.com. All right, 762 is our text line if you want to reach out anytime. Man, a lot of people uh, commenting about the the satellite stuff, like the uh, Starlink. Mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, it affects a lot of people. You know, you live in a place that doesn't have internet. I mean, there's probably places that are just outside the city that's spotty. Yeah. Um, somebody was telling me via the text line at 762 762- triple five that it is $129 intro price per month and then once they get the full network going they said they dropped the price hmm. yeah okay right sure once more people start signing up they're gonna exactly, lower the price yeah. no yeah. <laughs> plus they keep crashing these satellites I mean Elon Musk still has bills to pay <laughs> that's right yeah um what was that one oh for god's sake too many responses here. Um, too many texts, damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> Stop texting us. Uh, okay, so I guess I'll just summarize these messages back and forth. I guess there was a kid who had uh, the big satellite dish growing up, and he used to manually move the satellite dish to the satellite that had the adult smut on it and then would record it onto VHS and sell it at school. Now that is an entrepreneur right yeah. there. Savvy Putting business in man. work. I love it. That's the Elon Musk of my generation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why is it not considered cruelty to a police dog to make them run into a situation where someone is armed? Hmm. Well, I mean, a police yeah. officer does the same thing. He runs into a situation where someone's armed if it's a, like a human being. But they send it's the dogs. It's not cruelty to people. They, yeah, they do send them. I guess they're saying like it's not the dog's choice. So is that where the oh, cruelty would come yeah. in, right? Dogs. Yeah. Right. Like the dog's, the dog's trained not, to do that. Yeah. Doesn't know any different. Yeah, I don't know. He's still told he's a good boy. He's still told he's a good boy. (laughs) Uh, Had an ex-girlfriend believe that if we kept going on Highway 1 from Brandon to Winnipeg that we'd end up in Saskatchewan if we kept driving. Yeah, no hard directions at all. Um, What? Guess that's why she's an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. That's why? Yeah. You don't know your directions, that's it. We're done. Dummy. down. (laughs) Uh, Bob and Abishola is hilarious. Can't believe you're not watching it. I need to Google this show. Uh, no, save yourself. Yeah. Remember Titus? Speaking of shows nobody watched. No, I don't remember that at all. Titus. No. I believe the actor's name was Christopher Titus. He was a, he was a comedian of some kind, but clearly not a very funny <laughs> Good one. one. No, I guess not. Like he, I don't even know whatever happened to that dude. I vaguely remember the show. Um, how about young Alec Baldwin on Outdoor Life Network starring TJ and Turnbull as his daughter, Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what did he call his daughter again? He's famous for that voicemail that he left on her phone. He called her a spoiled pig or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, texter 387 said, Titus, that's an all right show. It was on Fox. (laughs) I don't know about that. Um, Ice roads are open, hitting the ice highway up north this weekend. Well, be careful. Yeah. Drive safe. Obviously, they're not opening them up if they're not safe, but um, I've seen that there are some fissures uh, in the um, in the lake, like people that are driving out on the lake, like there's been big cracks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, pretty big. Like there's I've seen one pictures. The couple mile long one that happened. Yeah. yeah it but give me. That's, that's not for me. That's not no. For me. No. Are you scared? Yeah. My- <laughs> I'm going ice fishing this weekend. Are you? <laughs> yeah. On the ice highway? No, not on the ice highway. No. Don't fall in. Heard a story from a girl that I know that she lost her cell phone in uh, in an ice fishing hole uh, over the weekend. Uh, I've had that happen to a friend of mine too. Oh. It's pretty common. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many pairs of shoes do you own? I ordered my thirtieth pair of Jordans this week Whoa. for my collection. Definitely not that many. I have like five, five or six. Wait, what? You have two feet. How do you wear them all at once? I don't. Yeah, some of my going out shoes. Man. Probably got like twenty. Yeah, I can imagine 25. girls have a little bit more. Yeah. How many do yeah. you have? Literally two? I have the one pair of Nikes that I got last year when I was down south. Mm-hmm. Like, I get a new pair of shoes every year. Yeah, every year or so. But do you throw so. out the, other, the old ones? Or you keep well, up? no, my wife does because yeah. they usually start smelling like the mm. inside of a hermit crab. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing that uh, that was the coldest snap that we had in 25 years, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you made it through. We did it. Yay. Good for you. Go us, go Congratulations. us. Congratulations. Good for you for living here. Yay. <laughs>
I just want to take this time and thank my family for settling here all those years yeah. ago. Um, yeah, it was, uh, that was like, uh, what do they always say? It was like as cold as Mars or no, as cold as the moon. Was it? Remember, it was like always a thing. Remember that one polar vortex in like 2013 or 14? And they were like, it's, you know, colder 40. Than Mars, I think. Mars? Yeah. yeah. I think it's colder than Mars. Yeah. So yeah. welcome back to planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, Winnipeg Jets uh, on a bit of a, a tear with a win the other night. They're looking to make that two in a row. And <laughs> call it a, a streak. A one win streak. Yeah, where they gave up a 4 1 lead. Uh, yeah, the Jets uh, back at it. I, I feel a little bit of a disconnect with this team when they go on the road uh, out west because yeah. I, I, I just I can't stay up for a nine o'clock puck drop. Like, I, yeah. you know, when my alarm goes off at 3.55 and I've stayed up for the entire hockey game, I'm like, wow, you know, there's a regular season game like that I've just watched it in its entirety for what? What, so I'm extremely tired the next yeah, morning? I know. Uh, maybe the first. Maybe I get through the first period. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're playing in Edmonton tonight. Should be a decent one. Yeah, I mean, like like we've kind of said, their offense is, is never really the issue. Right? Like, they're going to put up five, six goals. It's the defense if they can, you know, kind of hold some of these teams, especially the Connor McDavid's of the world. Is this gonna? Is this another late game? Nine o'clock. Nine. Start. Nine? Yeah. yeah. Too late. For, too late for my eyes. Yeah. I'll be looking at the back of my eyelids by then. I think maybe, maybe nine thirty. I think I'll try and get the first. <laughs> I'll get, try and get the first in, and then tomorrow morning at seven forty, like we do every Thursday, we talk to Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet. Uh, apparently. Sean Reynolds has been stepping out on us with another radio program in no. the city. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. He's cheating? Well, I'm not... That two-timing son of a bitch. I'm <laughs> hey, I want to give him an opportunity to defend himself. <laughs> no. You know, I, I'm, sure. I'm willing to listen to what he has to say. Oh, man. But, uh... Yeah, you never trust people with great hair. Yeah, no? exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's got the great hair. He's got the chiseled jawline. He's got it. Not quite a six pack abs. More like a, well, like a what? Well, it's a little. It's not quite as defined as it used to be. Oh, he was he was saying that maybe we should have a competition for people, or like just for, for to bring everybody in that like we try on. Because I said he was looking pretty good in his sport coat, except for the one button on the bottom that was clinging on for dear life. <laughs> and he's like, well, I, he's like, I haven't been out of the house in a while. He's like, I want to see you put my clothes on. He's like, and I was like, oh, big man, little jacket. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I want to try on his sport coat for uh, do it for Facebook. Oh, boy. Yeah. That'd be, oh, boy. That'd be good. That's the riveting content. Watching me try and struggle into a size 38 <laughs> pair of pants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm Sean Reynolds. Hey. Have a great day. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning after 6. Bye-bye. Okay, bye now. <laughs> well, that was fun. Zena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow morning. 92.1 City.